When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Coming to a church near you soon. The Church of England said it's launching a project to explore whether to refer to God in a non-gendered way during worship. The church says it's to reflect the fact that Christians have recognized since ancient times that God is neither male nor female. But as of right now, it says it has absolutely no plans, which means they do, to cut or significantly change the liturgies. (laughs) My God. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. In a lawsuit filed Thursday, uh, our man is being sued again. The family of Helena Hutchins, who was killed on the set of Rust in 2021. The parents and sister alleged battery, intentional infliction of emotional distress and negligence against... Alec Baldwin and other producers and members of the production. We have filed a lawsuit today in Los Angeles County Superior Court against Alec Baldwin. Producers of Rust and other defendants who may have been responsible for the tragic death of Helena Hutchins. Those are the words of attorney Gloria Allred. Are you kidding me, Gloria? You're like a hundred years old retire take it easy all right you don't have to have your face on the news you have to have your mug out there it looks fine you spend a lot of money on yourself i got it but agonizing agonizing we want accountability and justice for them do you how much is the accountability cost gloria how much haven't you made enough really come on now oh my gosh So the lawsuit is the second from the Hutchins family members. Her husband and son previously sued Alec and the film's producers in New Mexico. Now, I thought that was over with, though, right? As a part of that deal, the Western will be completed with Matthew Hutchins serving as executive producer. Yeah, that's already been worked out, right? That was settled, right? So, but they, I don't know how much money he got out of that. Um, there's still a string of civil and criminal litigation uh, for the ex- accidental shooting. <laughs> Amazing that Gloria uh, represented the film's script supervisor in her lawsuit against Alec and others connected to the Rust production. That case is still pending. And now she's got the Hutchins family suing Alec. You know what's fun? When I'm not doing it myself, and they're not sure where I'm going to go, which, which one is going to play. It's awesome. So I'm just saying, this is fun. It's fun for me. A little inside, behind the scenes of chewing the fat. It's fun for me. They never know if I'm going to say Alec, or I'm going to say Mr. Baldwin. Ha! Ah, nothing. Can't do anything with that. Or I'm just going to say Alec Baldwin. And that's the rules. That's the rules. That was an overwhelming response from you at the email chewingthefat at theblaze.com letting me know that the gunshots needed to stay. At least through the trial. So they will. They will definitely stay. And, I, and I'm not opposed to them. So I, I think it's silly. I think that, uh, you know, I don't think that uh, Alec should be charged in this. <laughs> But, uh, you know, just whatever. We'll see. I will say uh, the trial will be fun. I hope 
they said this first the the first pretrial hearings are coming up the end of this month and uh the alec and oh yeah sorry <laughs> that's what i get myself and uh and uh Gutierrez reed are going to be video conference and they're not going to be there you busy alec you busy? You got nothing going on? You and the wife got 80 kids. I'm sure the nanny can take care of it for a little while. You try to get out of there as much as you can anyway. How about you show up for your trial? How about that? Huh? How about that? How about when they say, my client, Alec Baldwin, and you're sitting right there. How about that? But hey, that's just me. I know. So good luck, Gloria. I'm sure that they'll get a settlement out of it. That's exactly what he was talking about in that stupid first interview that he did I'm talking about Mr. Baldwin now, uh, where he talked about, you know, insurance. That's what they have insurance for. Everybody will get their piece of the pie. So can't wait for the trial, though. Going to be fun. There's no way they can find Alec Baldwin. Guilty, though, right? No way. You know, another thing that's no way is they're never going to find this... uh, part of the chinese balloon or they found it and they're not going to tell us about it because they claim you remember you remember the balloon they shot down in the ocean that traveled uh, you know traversed all the way across the country uh we knew it was coming and we just watched it go across the country you remember you remember that silly thing and the president told him shoot it down and they said hey wait it's over land. We don't want it to hit anything over land. We'll wait till we get out of the ocean. And so our commander in chief said, okay, hey, whatever. <laughs> I got to go eat my pudding. So you guys do whatever you're going to do. Okay. So the, they, the, the craft, after it was shot out of the, out of the air, the main electronics payload is reportedly the size of a midsize plane but you know we just really haven't found that yet that's in it's still in the ocean so well i mean i wouldn't want to have i don't know two boats out there to get it when it hit the water (laughs) we don't have two boats the navy's busy right now (laughs) now officials claim the spy balloon was equipped with several antennas and solar panels Enough to indicate uh, the presence of multiple intelligence collection systems, likely including high-resolution photography and audio collection of both encrypted and public signals. Huh. Analysts observed the craft's trajectory. Uh, yeah. Hello. We want to take a look at what was underneath every along the entire route. But I would want to shoot it down uh, over Montana. <sighs> Just unbelievable to me so uh we know now that the system at least we're told that the system the balloon system (laughs) the balloon system are we living in 1890 what are we talking about so the balloon system is spy balloons that have surveilled 40 countries 40 countries and they're trying to make me believe According to these officials believe the order did not come directly from President Xi Jinping. Right. We know we're talking about China, right? And Xi Jinping, he's the guy that's like the ruler forever now. That guy? <laughs> the guy that doesn't let anything go? Yeah, that guy. That guy that takes a tennis player and shuts her off from the world because she said something bad. That guy. <laughs> that guy that takes Jack Ma, the billionaire, and shovels him off and says, you shut your mouth. A little re-education plan until he comes back. And now they're taking more away from him. <laughs> that guy. He didn't have anything to do with it. Oh, okay. Sure. Sure. No problem. And darn the luck. Man, we tried. We tried to recover what we sank from that balloon, and we just can't. We just can't. Darn the luck. I know. I know.
I will say somebody sent me a uh, a tweet, which I found was yes, I got a tweet. Amazing, I know. At uh, uh, Jeffy JFR, you could do that too uh, on Twitter at Jeffy JFR, Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio, and uh, I mean, as long as I'm going down the list, you might as well you can hit me up on Cameo too. That's not free. Uh, at Jeffy JFR, uh, you know, YouTube channel Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can always email the show Chewing the Fat at theblaze.com. So I got a tweet, and uh, it's, I don't know if the headline it's, it's a it's a picture of a newspaper, and the headline is under the Asia heading: China may be using sea to hide its submarines, and it was sent to me under the heading of clever bastards. <laughs> so even if that headline isn't real freaking funny really funny and if they are in fact using the sea to hide its submarines they are pretty clever but i bet i bet for sure that we don't know that it was under the direction of xi jinping that we don't know that i'm sure that's not the case Ugh, agonizing uh, okay just know as a as a recording time of this show all right uh, whatever 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 whenever you're listening to it fine uh i know it's a podcast and you can listen to it at your leisure whenever you listen to it but as i'm recording this show i'm looking at the television and there's uh i'm looking at i guess that's fox news uh they're of course you know covering the super bowl fox is you know the mothership station of the super bowl this year and so they got to cover it you got to talk. I mean, you got to talk to everybody. You got to cover in-depth coverage of the Super Bowl. I look up and they're talking to a guy that's nicknamed the Sod Father, and he goes by he's the, the King of Sod. <laughs> We're cl- getting close to Super Bowl now, okay? Because they now are going to the guy. We need Super Bowl people. We need to talk to Super Bowl people. We've got to cover it. We've got to go in depth. Can we talk to the guy that that makes the sod? Great idea. Great idea. Did he make the sod in in Arizona? I don't know, but he's known as the sod father. <laughs> oh man, I uh, that's that's TV and radio production one hundred and one right there, man. Go deep. Go deep when you got to cover the stories. Go deep. I I want to. I'll apologize right now right now to you the listener of chewing the fat i'm not going to interview the sod father but i would i like the idea of it i do because i would like to know actually what the difference is between what they use uh in the dome and outside of the dome and is there a difference or is it the same thing because i know green bay has the lights that roll over the roll over the sod uh when you know obviously when they're not when it's not being played on and that is supposed to you know that keeps it growing and thick anyway so i could talk to the sod father i'm not making fun of actually talking to the sod father i'm making fun of man we are we've reached we're at the depths of interviews now uh for the super bowl because the big names fox news isn't getting the big names sorry about that we got to talk to the sod father all right all right that's just me that's you know that's just me you know this morning i've been filling in for pat uh most of the week he's been sick and in the hospital and i i hope and i pray that he's coming home today but um uh, i was talking keith and i were in the in the in the hells of the show uh and uh we mentioned doc thompson and i realized it's been you know four years and i mentioned on the show um last week that it was coming up on the anniversary of four years of doc thompson uh of his death and uh then i got to thinking about uh doc thompson and i one of the things that there was a number of things that we shared the hatred of but one of the things was is that he was working for a clear channel station i think in ohio at the time and i was down in uh in florida uh, in tampa and we both got in trouble about the same time another clear channel host uh goes after bicyclists and we you know he had to he had to make us i i remember i had to apologize and go on the air with the bicyclists because i made a, a i made a joke i made a joke i even said in the audio on the show that it was a joke immediately following the joke and on the air when i interviewed the bicyclists uh they said we know jeff we know it's a joke but it's just not funny 
That's kind of funny. Okay. I'm angry at you. All right. I don't know that I actually told them that I raised my son, my oldest son, when we're driving down the road. <laughs> uh, when he was a little kid, he'd just roll down the window and holler at the bicyclist on the sidewalk. Get off the road! <laughs> Get on the sidewalk! Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's a good parenting tip right there. Just have your kids holler at the bicyclist on the road. It's awesome. Then I find out that they, the city tells the bicyclists not to ride on the sidewalks. Well, then why did we have to? Why did we have to make the curbs rounded? Uh, each corner. Oh, those are for the handicapped people. I mean, uh, handicapable. I mean, uh, what, they're not even handicapable anymore. They're people with needs, special needs, special needs. And then no, they're not special needs anymore either. What are they? They're hand, they're not handicapable. They're not handicapped. They're not special needs. They're shoot. What are they? Well, you know what they are. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Okay. I just want to. I you know I missed. I was thinking about that stupid bicycle story with Doc Thompson. And I forget what the what the. Uh, information was surrounding his episode but we were both in trouble with the you know the bicycle people and clear channel at the same time and uh then it brings back the bicycle story all it was was i talked about was at that time i was driving i was my dad's pickup truck my red pickup truck that i was driving and they used to ride on the road gandy if those of you from tampa bay they ride on gandy boulevard and Along the uh, the entrance up to the Gandhi Bridge, the uh, the access Gandhi Boulevard, right there by the 6:20 a.m. towers, the two towers there of 6:20 a.m. there on Gandhi Boulevard, and there's the dirt side there next to Tampa Bay. Okay, slowing down me trying to get to work. All I wanted to do was just just a quick little a little bing to the right from my truck and have that mirror just kind of ding them off a little bit. And now they would go driving into the Tampa Bay. <laughs> That's just a joke. I'm not going to do it. That's what I said. I just, I just said again. I'm just repeating what I said then. I don't. I mean, I would never say that now. And I would never do that. I mean, no way. Well, that's not the same. It's still not funny, Jeff. People, people take that serious. Well, first of all, do they? And second. No, I won't say the second. Let's go to the break room. All right, let's go to the break room. Let's do that. <laughs> I need something to drink desperately. So Disney, you know them, you love them. They said they're going to reorganize into three divisions, entertainment, ESPN, and parks and experiences. The head of either one of those, any of those divisions would be a good gig to have. Uh, I'm just saying. Now, they're going to slash 7,000 jobs from the workforce. Uh, that uh, That's like $5.5 in costs. Well, I don't think those 7,000 jobs are $5.5 but they're going to look for ways to cut $5.5 in costs, including $3 billion in content savings. Interesting interesting i'm not sure where they're going to find the cuts on that um and Iger said that uh the company is not considering a spinoff of espn that was the rumor i mean that's why they said they were splitting up into three little families so that each family be swept away and if they were looking to if some other companies were looking to purchase see that's what that's what that's why they were thinking about that because uh they're saying that um bezos is going to buy washington football team the commanders the redskins whatever you want to call them and uh because they've had bids on the team and bezos apparently is not one of the bids but i'm sure if jeff walks in the hallway (sighs) yeah i'm here now (laughs) that's his team right i mean who's outbidding bezos no one no, uh, no one that wants it anyway. So he'll, it's his team if he wants it. And, he, you know, with the deal with the NFL, I'm not sure how that works. Although he's not technically CEO of Amazon, he may have to leave the board. I'm not sure how all that would work. But uh, 
Interesting about uh, Disney's uh, different money-making ideas. So their largest business segment, media and entertainment distribution, $14.78 billion in the quarter. In the quarter. How you doing? How's your bank account looking? (laughs) I got three dimes. I seriously have three dimes in my pocket. Three dimes worth, well... They're saying they're, they're, I'm told they're worth 10 cents each. And the only reason I have three dimes in my pocket is because I have two dimes and I showed somebody that I have one dime in my pocket yesterday and they pulled out two dimes and gave it to me. I tripled my money. That's awesome. I'm going to try that. That's why I brought them with me today. I'm hoping to whip out the three dimes. Somebody will give me three more dimes. I'll walk out of here with 60 cents this week. Yeah. Thank you. Did I mention Disney's sales in the quarter was $14.78 billion? <laughs> oh, incredible. Now, they predicted, this is it, though. This is the problem. They predicted $15.4 billion. So, man, do they suck. Uh, that's where they make their losses. Well, it wasn't what we predicted. We lost money. No. No. No, you really didn't. You just didn't make what you had predicted you were going to make. Oh, man. So uh, direct-to-consumer sales, which includes streaming services as well as international products, brought in $5.3 billion. That's, uh, that's interesting. I wonder what that is. And Disney Plus ended the quarter with 161.8 million subscribers. That's just a little bit more than Chewing the Fat has. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm getting there. Uh, it's climbing, climbing with that, climbing with that. Uh, the decline from a three months ago. Oh yeah, people are cutting the cord. Yeah, hello. You're putting your all your woke. I mean, so much woke stuff. And look, I, I, you know, whatever. Don't look at me. I'm not judging. Okay, but there's a phrase I heard going around. What is that phrase? Woke, woke, go woke, go broke. That's it. Uh, yeah they're going broke 14.78 billion dollars in the media and entertainment distribution segment of their company so um they had three months ago they had 164.2 million subscribers Ooh, so they got the big decline there so that's not good for them and looking good at that um i mean it's still 160 million subscribers 160 plus million subscribers I know, I got it, but, you know, they start counting on that. Disney's television networks generated sales of $7.29 billion. How are you doing? How are you doing? How's your bank account looking? <laughs> well, analysts, uh, average estimate, oh, yeah, they were supposed to get $7.4 billion, And, man, do they suck, $7.29. Content sales and licensing, a category that includes Disney's, okay, because that was up top. Contact... Content sales and licensing, a category that includes Disney Films business, registered revenue at $2.46 billion. That's lower than the analysts expected, too. And the theme parks and product sales business increased. There you go. $8.74 billion. How are you doing? How are things looking for you? How are you looking? So they were they uh, revenue last year was seven point two three billion. So I mean eight. I mean almost almost another billion. Oof. Yeah, more than a billion. Holy cow! Good for them. Good for them. So that's what's happening over there at Disney. Did you know that Luke Skywalker is gay? Did you know that? I just thought about that. I don't know what made me think of that. I just saw an article that told me that uh, Luke Skywalker is LGBTQ. Now, they don't have LGBTQIA plus 2AB, but uh, all I know is, uh, according to Mark Hamill and the Star Wars community, Luke Skywalker is uh, gay. Now, in the comic book, I'm told, I'm told, I didn't read the comic book, but in the comic book, uh, the writer Sam Maggs reported, uh, bounding into the comics, that he talked about how... uh, uh, they updated. Well, this, there's a there's a Star Wars fandom Wikipedia. I get it. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, that kills me. <laughs> anyway, they have uh, they've updated its LGBTQ individuals page to include Luke Skywalker, based on the the short story from uh, Sam Mag. So, I mean, if it says it on Wikipedia, you know it's got to be true. Apparently, they claim in this in the story that they wrote, um, he has feelings for another man okay so if you have feelings for another man does that make you gay if you have romantic feelings for someone and don't act on it i don't don't think that makes you gay but i mean it's good for wikipedia because they can put you under the old lgbtq plus ia two b t all of it uh you can go underneath all of it so, uh, just know the short story, uh, Luke on the bright side and he just felt, oh, he didn't, uh, he just felt romantic feelings towards a guy. So Luke wasn't, I mean, Luke wasn't on the ship taking care of a little business with his boyfriend. Okay. He just had feelings for a guy. <laughs> Is there nothing sacred? Really? Does everything have to be gay? Everything? Everything? I'm asking. I'm asking. Does everything? It does? All right, I'll shut up. Because I don't care. I don't care. I Honestly, I don't. But it just, why are, why does it have to be everything? Why does it have to be everything? I mean, Luke, Sky, Luke Skywalker. All right. That's, we couldn't, I haven't gone, and I apologize. I haven't gone to Wikipedia. <laughs> Get it? Wikipedia out of Star Wars? <laughs> uh, uh, okay. So I guess the story appeared in the stories of Jedi and Sith. And the book, according to this, and I guess they're saying this is a bad thing, uh, ranged 9 to 12, age group 9 to 12. Well, I mean, what, you can't have a feeling for a guy? The the 9 to 12-year-old may think that it's, you know, they're friends, right? Anyway, according to the story, he had romantic feelings expressed by Luke towards this Sergeant Hollis of the Alliance Special Forces. (laughs) I bet he has a good uniform, too. He probably looks damn good in it. Uh, all right. just all right, I'm just going to stop now because I'm going to get deeper into this. And I uh, I just, you know, fine. You want Luke Skywalker to be gay. You know what? May the force be with you. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. How does a cauliflower sandwich sound? Yum, yum, huh? I know. Well, it's a little bit, it's not a little bit better than just a cauliflower sandwich. Chick-fil-A is testing a plant-forward entree. Uh, The Atlanta-based restaurant chain said that they are going to be serving a cauliflower sandwich in three markets starting next week. And so if you live in Denver, that's in Colorado, by the way, or Charleston, that's in South Carolina. Or Greensboro Triad area. That's in North Carolina. You're going to be able to have a cauliflower sandwich. Yum. a yum. It uh, is made the same way. It's prepared the same way. Marinated, breaded with their signature seasoning, pressure cooked, and served on a toasted buttery bun with two dill pickle chips. If you prefer. I never get the pickles. I'm not a big fan of the pickles. But I'm just saying. 
Uh, they claim in the story that it is nearly identical. Now, it did look similar. I will say that. The picture of it looked similar. But pictures from restaurants, even Chick-fil-A, can be deceiving. I've seen pictures of food on commercials that don't look like the burger I get. But still just as good, darn it. Uh, so Chef Stuart Tracy said uh, he was tasked. I'm sorry, Stuart. Yeah, he I don't misgender him. Uh, was tasked with coming up with a plant-based item for the Atlanta test kitchen. After months and months of customer research and further development on, of other concepts, I'd love to know what those other concepts were, uh, leveraging uh, literally any vegetable under the sun, we just kept coming back to cauliflower. Okay, it's unique, and uh, it's really delicious. <laughs> Is it? Okay, all right, all right, no problem. I will say that I, in this as I'm reading this story, uh, we we talked about this a little bit on uh, Pat this morning. The uh, the director, I want this job actually. This is a good gig. The director of menu and packaging for Chick Fil A. The director of menu and packaging for Chick Fil A. That is a good gig. That's a good because all you gotta do is find ways, make sure that everything fits in the bag right. Smaller bags, you just spend less money. Uh, director of uh, menu and packaging make sure that uh, the menus up behind the counters look right the words bump out highlight plus the menus online i'm sure she has to worry about the you know all the online and the app stuff all those have to be worth more money probably she's worried if they're going to tech <laughs> more business i got to worry about the app now too and uh, you know has to be concerned about the straws and the ketchups and the packaging awesome that's a that's a good job so leslie Neslage, uh she's <laughs> She said that they will take uh, customer feedback for several months. I don't know why the director of menu and packaging, although I guess she, if she's director of menu, I'm, she's not. <laughs> I was thinking that she's she's concerned about what the what the letter stuff will look like on the menu behind the counter, but she's actually concerned about the food we're eating. <laughs> <laughs> and what it's what it's wrapped in so that's her job that's still a good gig a little bit harder than the one i had i had envisioned for old leslie anyway uh they're going to take customer feedback for the next few months and then uh they'll make their decision about going nationwide i think you can almost guarantee almost guarantee that if it's nearly identical and they can give you a little bit better. And this is a way for them. We have the chicken shortages going on. This is cheaper than chicken. We'll have, we'll have cauliflower shortages soon enough. Most of that cauliflower is what? In California, they got no water. <laughs> I don't know if you know, it takes water to grow vegetables. <laughs> Amazing. So uh, they're probably going to be a little shortage on cauliflower too soon. Just count on that. And uh, they will make that a real thing. Or it'll be available. It's summertime. It's cauliflower season. And it'll come around once a year or whatever. Because they're still cooking it on the same stuff. They said that, uh, what was the line they used? It was not, they weren't counting it as uh, anything vegan or anything like that. Because while it's plant forward, they are, I'm sure, using it cooking everything on the same thing and so it's it's not considered a vegetarian item it's not considered a vegetarian item because they're just they're cooking it the same way as everything else except it's just cauliflower instead of chicken is it going to be that much better for you to eat it eh. am i eating a cauliflower chick-fil-a sandwich i mean if somebody buys it for me i'm in we have an update on the uh, monkeys in uh, Louisiana at uh, Zeusiana. <laughs> See what they did there? <laughs> I love these people. They're just so fun. <laughs> uh, so anyway, they had monkeys stolen. They had 12 squirrel monkeys stolen. We talked about that because, remember, they tried to tie it in to the Dallas Zoo robbery. And uh, they arrested the guy for the Dallas Zoo robbery. And he admitted, to, I think he's admitted to everything but the vulture, the vulture death. We still don't know 
the vulture death was under you know conspicuous circumstances we don't know how the vulture died so the zuziana monkeys the 12 squirrel monkeys well we don't know where they are but we're congratulating the police department because they've worked so great they've arrested a guy wait what wait oh no wait okay, well first of all that was not at zuziana okay that was the orangutan that was speaking all right and i, and I forget where this orangutan was he was not wasn't el paso although i was part of uh, on the air live with uh, jeff fisher radio uh for the orangutan birth at El Paso, but which is where I had the orangutan talking. But this orangutan, and you can find out where it was. Now I don't remember. Uh, but this orangutan is actually speaking to us. I think you understand what he's saying. Uh, but I don't know that I don't know that the squirrel monkeys at Zuziana know what that particular orangutan is saying. However, I'm just saying they have made an arrest of an Opalasis man. Opalasas, Louisiana. Good place to be from. Uh, and they, they've booked uh, Joseph Randall, 62. He was booked with burglary and 12 counts of cruelty to animals. Yet we don't have the monkeys. We don't know where the squirrel monkeys are. So did he kill them? And he said, I killed them all? Why would you steal 12 squirrel monkeys and just kill them? That doesn't make any sense to me. And if he hasn't, if he hasn't killed him, and you can't prove that he killed him, how can you prove that it was, he was cruel to him by stealing him? I guess. I guess you just say your cruelty to monkeys because you took him out of the zoo. But man, you got twelve. I mean, he might have killed him. He might. He might not have realized once he got twelve squirrel monkeys home just how much. <laughs> uh, you are lying. Holy crap, what did I get myself into? <laughs> I started naming each squirrel monkey Alec Baldwin. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, let's talk a little sports, shall we? Don't go anywhere, all right? I, I know, I know, I know, but it's Super Bowl. I'm not going to talk at all about, you know, just remember, just a reminder, it's Super Bowl weekend. For those of you listening live, today is the 10th of February, 2023, which means the big game is two days away. And it's the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. And, uh, you know, it's going to be, it'll be a fun game to watch. I mean, I'm actually excited for it, but I'm bummed because football's over. It means completely over. And so, I mean, it's going to feel like forever uh, until we get football back. College and NFL has been, it was a fun year, actually. It was a good year in football. But there are some stories surrounding football that are fascinating to me. Uh, like the Brian Kelly story. Uh, he's the head coach of LSU. Remember, now he just left up and left Notre Dame. I interviewed Brian once or twice uh, when he was uh, the coach of Cincinnati when they were in the Big East because I was broadcasting uh, USF football uh, uh, at that time and I my, part of my job was to interview the coaches for the halftime and pregame shows. So, uh, and I talk about, I mean, I'm sure he remembers me. Absolutely. I'm sure he remembers me, absolutely, 100%. Uh, but, uh he is in a big wild divorce story now and he's like, oh it's so sad family's breaking up i know i know but they're not breaking up okay it just looks like they are uh, a baton rouge tv station uh, reported that brian kelly had filed for divorce from his wife of 28 years and you think that's probably true i mean brian seems like the kind of guy that he's made he's got millions now and he's just you know he's out taking care of a little college business if you know what i'm saying but maybe it's the wife 
Maybe the wife is like, Brian's never home. All he cares about is football. I'm tired of it. I've been with him all this time. And look at that college football player over there. <laughs> I love that cheerleader. Come here and take care of little Mrs. Kelly. I, it could be. I don't know that. I don't know. But then the couple said that they would physically. The claim was made on Monday. They said they're going to separate on Thursday. Then after the report... All three of Kelly's children came out and said, that's incorrect. They're not getting a divorce. So you think, well, maybe they didn't tell the kids. Well, then we find out that, and then so the TV station goes back and says, well, we've got the report right here. Okay, back off me. (laughs) Here's the report. They filed for divorce. All right. So then we find out that they decided, well, no, we're going to get back together. We're we're not going to get a divorce. (laughs) <laughs> and he posted a picture of uh of of them just of them walking together arm in arm fake news oh it's so sweet <laughs> uh so all i know is they decided that we're going to withdraw the divorce papers and we're not going to get a divorce they've reconciled and we're good so maybe they were in a fight. Maybe it's for real. And who doesn't have a full set of divorce papers you can file laying around? Uh, so, Or maybe they just decided it's going to be too much of a hassle to get a divorce within the news like this. And Brian said, look, because I don't want to just say that it's his fault. Okay. I mean, if it's his fault, maybe she said, okay, fine. Uh, you know, go be with your college girl or go be with your football team. Or maybe he said, look, I know I, I know I've not been that attentive to you. So go, we'll still be married, but you could go and cheer with the cheerleaders. Business. Yeah. Take care of a little LSU. Business. Business. And she might've been pissed. Who knows? She might've been happy. She might've had, she might've had somebody that she was taking care of business with up in, uh, South Bend for at Notre Dame. And now she's all pissed because she's had a year in Louisiana and like, they're not what was happening in South Bend. I want to get the hell out of here. We're divorcing. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm just saying that's the story of the Brian Kelly divorce. More at 11. Now, it's interesting to me as well, unless we're sticking to sports, Brett Favre has now sued Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee. Well, I mean, I love Pat. I watch Pat quite often. Uh, I like his show. Uh he uh brett Favre is suing uh sharp and mcafee for defamation now he's part of this <sighs> brett is in this big deal in mississippi uh with uh a fraud and welfare scheme that was going on and he claims he didn't know about it and there's texts that he does and everybody's with the governor and he's with the people and it's all over volleyball because his daughter was playing volleyball and he was going to build a new volleyball court in the sand somewhere. I don't know. I didn't read it all. I got bored because it's just agonizing. But it's millions of dollars. And, you know, Brett. And so everyone just kind of assumes that Brett is, you know, scamming. Don't sue me, Brett. I didn't say it. I'm just saying everyone is assuming that, okay? And so now we'll see what happens, but it'll be interesting to see. I know McAfee posted a, a tweet about it with the eyes or something. He's, it's going to, you know, good luck, Brett, proving that. Because I, I don't think they've, I mean, they've talked about the story and they have, you know, talked about it, I guess, possibly being true. But I don't think it's been enough to defame. What pisses Brett off is that every time somebody mentions Brett Favre on the McAfee show, uh, they go into a, oh, hey, hey, hey. They go into a little bit about, you know, Brett Favre. That's what pisses them off. I guarantee you that's what it is. Because it's not defamation, I don't think. I'm not an attorney. Just play one. It's not defamation, but they get pissed. He's pissed because he watches the show. And every time somebody mentions his name, the show goes, oh, it's freaking hilarious. So it's not not defamation, Brett, okay? And I really don't have a problem with uh, Kansas City winning the Super Bowl. I think I, I, I'm rooting for Philadelphia, I think. I really, I think Philadelphia is a better team. And I just kind of want to see Kansas City get beat. They're kind of irking me these days. I don't know why. I don't know why. I like them. They're great. They got Magic Mahomes. They got Travis Kelsey, who's awesome. 
It just, uh, they just bug me. I don't know why. What is that noise that's clicking in my ear? What is it? I keep hearing ding. I've heard it twice now, and I want to know what it is. Is it in just my head? Did someone implant something in my head that I'm hearing in these headphones? Because it just came across twice now. Okay. All right. Uh, someone maybe maybe somebody put an implant in my head. It's possible. I was at a hospital yesterday. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So go. I that's my prediction. The Eagles are going to win. All right. But I don't have a problem if Kansas City wins. <laughs> and enjoy Rihanna and the halftime show. I'm sure Rihanna's going to be looking smoking hot when she comes out for the halftime show. No doubt about it. I'll leave you with some space news. All right. We'll get out of here. I'll give you some space news. Researchers have discovered a new type of ice. All right. A new type of ice known as medium density amorphous ice. Amorphophallus. No, no, no. Amorphous ice. Amorphophallus. No, it's not amorphophallus. Now, it most closely resembles liquid water than any other known ice. Wait. It closely resembles liquid water, but we're still calling it ice. I mean, is that water now has a pronoun? I, I identify as ice. Okay, you're ice. So its molecules are in a disorganized form, unlike ordinary crystalline ice. To create the ice, researchers used a process called ball milling. By shaking ordinary ice together with steel balls in a jar at negative 328 degrees. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what you're shaking. Uh, 328, negative 328 degrees, but whatever it is, they're going to be small and frozen. Okay, I guarantee you that. I don't care how many steel balls you have in that jar. There's going to be room for more at negative 328. I guarantee you that. So I'm really confused at this, though, because it's it's like ordinary, ordinary crystalline ice. So it resembles liquid water than any other known ice. That doesn't sound like ice to me. That sounds like water. But... What do I know? They they milled the balls and they put the balls in the jar and they rolled them around at negative 328. So. Science! All right, I'm out of here. I've got so much stuff. I got so I'm seriously, I talked about it on a patch of I got so, I have so much stuff. I could I could do a fat pile Friday except it's not fat pile anymore. Because I don't print the stuff out. So it's just like too much stuff Friday. Or I still call it fat pile. Don't get me wrong. Call it anything I want. It's my show. Okay. Don't forget that. Um, But it's just too much stuff. I I, I gather all this information every day and I use so little of it. And I I don't know why I use so so little of it. Maybe because I get sidetracked on other stories from time to time. Possible. I don't know. But we got. I got to figure out something to do with the fat pile. Maybe. Maybe I do fat pile. Fat. If I do fat pile, like fat pile Saturday, then I got to work Saturday. Now you're, you know, now you're, now you're squaring up on me. You're pushing me off. Okay, I don't want to. do that. But I got so many stories. So many. I mean, like, if I just go down to the bottom and start scrolling up. Okay, the last, the last story I have in my email. Why did Arnold Schwarzenegger and Henry Kissinger never lose their accent? Uh, I saw that question and I thought that's interesting. So then I went down the rabbit hole and I started, I've got links below here that explaining why it's so hard for adults to change their accent when they come. And and I I read the story and I'm not going to open it because I'll go in deep dive on it again. But if I remember right, after the, the first six months, I think, of a child, that's when it's inbred into their brain so unless it changes before they're so old that it's very difficult for them to 
to ever lose it. Whatever the accent is, very difficult for them to lose it. Then the next up, I have what happened to the portal to Hell House. <laughs> I won't open it for you, okay? I'm just telling you this is one of the stories I have. Then I have uh, the most film locations in every state. That's kind of, you know, kind of fascinating. We'll see where, you know, what state has, where the most films happen in each state. No? That's why I haven't got to it. It's down at the bottom. I know. I know. And then, I mean, I've got a whole thing here on the Royals that I have not touched. I have not. I mean, Harry and Meghan have been deposed from Meghan's sister. Uh, Charles is trying to get, make it okay for Harry to show up for the coronation. Bill... Thank you. That's coming. And William is pissed. Bill is like, I don't want that. My hand. That's awesome. And they're trying to fight that. Okay. All right. All right. Let's just stop. He's not the king yet. Can I ask you real quick? Oh, Jesus. You you want to be a British subject, don't you? <laughs> Secretly. I, you, I just got done saying I haven't gotten to the story. You want to be a British subject. I mean, technically we all were. Okay. <laughs> then I have stories about Prince, about Harry and Meghan in trouble with Hollywood, and I mean they're all, they're all in trouble, and I, I believe it. I still say that divorce is coming. All right, Harry, Harry needs to get rid of that ball and chain soon. All right, she had the second kid. I think the divorce was going to happen, and she had the second kid, and we all know that the second kid is the tie down kid. All right, if you're not happy. This is my advice to you. If you're not happy, don't let the wife have the second kid. Because <laughs> then you're in it, man. And once you're, this is a quote. This is a quote from me to you. All right? Once you're in it, you're in it. All right, I'll stop. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.